Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we are talking about the Pinocchios of 2022. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio and Disney's, Disney Plus's Pinocchio, uh, starring um, Tom Hanks. Yep, the, the, the straight to Disney Plus Pinocchio. Last year, we also watched a Pinocchio that was nominated for, I think, best um, costumes, makeup and, and hairstyling because it was like Uh-oh. makeup of every character, including Pinocchio, um, made to look like wooden. And that was an Italian movie, but um, these two are about Pinocchio, but they really could not be more different. <laughs> Honestly, so, uh, the only I don't I don't remember did in the in the original Disney animated version did they mention that that part of Pinocchio's name is that is that he's made of pine? Is that a thing? Is that canon? It, I don't know. Um, I have a lot of words about the the new one, um, but I'm I, I'm gonna save them. I think we should talk about Guillermo's first, just to. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, you know. Um, sure, 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 sure. Because this this one was the real artistry here. It was incredible. It was probably the best Pinocchio I've ever seen, and. You know, um, the most uh, incredible, beautiful, like, it had that stop-motion essence to it, uh, along with Guillermo del Toro's fantasy, and it was incredible. Completely. I I completely agree with you. I'm not a huge fan of the story of Pinocchio in general, but Guillermo's, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio did make it very enjoyable. Um... Would I watch it again? Probably not, because I don't really like Pinocchio. But the stop motion was beautiful. The art was beautiful. Guillermo's adorable. Um, the songs were really catchy. I loved Ewan McGregor as <laughs> as Sebastian, not Jiminy. He's not called Jiminy in this Sebastian movie. Sebastian J. Um, Cricket, yes. Yeah, Sebastian so J. Cricket um, had some great voice acting in this. The story got a little convoluted at times, but it was interesting. It kept my attention. I actually no, I was falling asleep during some of it, but, uh. <laughs> but that's just because I was I've I've there's seriously been nonstop doing things all week. Like literally, I work, and then I have a list of things to do after work every day this week. So it's just like I'm. I'm very tired. This week's been exhausting. Of um, course. And I was yes. just I was just at my parents' house. Like I was by myself. Um 
It's I was under a too. really warm blanket and I was just watching this Pinocchio movie and I was just falling asleep. I'm so comfy. <laughs> it's it was two so hours quiet. long. Yeah. <laughs> it was very long. It was so long. Um, I had just eaten yeah, dinner, I mean, so I was full. <laughs> I just, I was so tired. You really set the scene here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think what made this movie amazing was the, of course, the artistry of, of the animation, but also the themes of it were really beautiful and really well thought out um, in terms of like a story, a, a growth on the story of Pinocchio, which is a very simple story. And I think Guillermo really took that like idea and the, the main story and like really grew upon the themes of uh, fatherhood and boyhood and death, you know, that was like so well extracted and well done. Yeah. Um, and what it, it takes and what it takes to, to be a person, to have humanity, to mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. like all of these things. Cause like, yes, Pinocchio is a puppet and he wants to be a real boy. And, and yeah, I, I really liked how, you know, at first, Pinocchio was really trying to just mimic and be Carlo, um, mm-hmm. Geppetto's uh, son who who passed. And we actually got to see uh, Geppetto's son. Like, you know, in Pinocchio, he's just, the kids always just mentioned that, you know, Geppetto yeah. lost a child. And we never actually get to see said child. And in this one, the fact that we start the movie with this very, like, beautiful father and son relationship. And then just, just this heart-wrenching separation of these two was was just very was very emotional start to this movie um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and knowing Guillermo I knew it was gonna it was gonna be a little dark at times it was gonna be it was really gonna it was really gonna go there it was it was gonna it was gonna go in the direction needed to and you know top talking about death and talking about like all these very very grown-up things because if you think about it like the original Pinocchio story is it's it's got a lot of adult themes like it talks about yeah you know temptation mm-hmm. and and just like all of these very adult themes and Guillermo was able to still touch on those but keep the movie fairly light there there was there was some dark stuff for sure yeah like with, with the, the war. whole that war stuff was intense exactly yeah so it it takes place during World War II um and it's like from the you know italian's perspective and the war going on with um mussolini and the and the hitler youth and everything so it was all involved in this movie which is a really great backdrop for the life and death conversations the um father-son conversations like what we have with the italian general guy who wants his son to be you know one in in the youth party and and like also just the kind of like horrific nature of the war and and the bombing and um seeing it all across these italian countryside towns um that are just like so beautiful and then they're just getting like blown up you know um yeah 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 so it's just got so many layers to it and not you know it really felt like guillermo just let it and the director mark gustafson like really just let these animators feel a lot more in into the characters and 
um, give every character quite a lot of depth, including like the monkey. Like I didn't anticipate the monkey having like such a, a strong um, character depth, you know, and like it was even played by Kate Blanchett. <laughs> Kate, oh, Kate was was Spazzatura. Spazzatura? Yeah. Oh, that's. I thought she was one of the, one of the the god things. Like either the, there's the wood spirit, and then who was the other one? Who was it's the, other the wood sprite and death, and they're both played by Tilda Swinton. Oh oh oh, oh, I see. Yeah, really see. amazing voice acting from the whole cast. It it is a really good cast, and you know, you know, shouting out like you said, Ewan McGregor, um, David Bradley as Geppetto, who was just adds such a emotional and sad tone to this movie, and then um, the young Pinocchio, Gregory Mann, I thought had such a vibrant voice and such a like, but not like too, you know, cartoonish uh, like some other movies I could say. I just thought it was like really good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I completely agree. Because uh, did Gregory do both? Um, or no, who who played the voice of Carlo? Oh, there's some kid named Alfie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so, I guess so Finn Wolfhard was kids. Candlewick. It's such a good. Yes, Finn Wolfhard. Such a good thing. Yeah, Candlewick was a really good character. Yeah, Gregory Mann was was really good as Pinocchio. I Pinocchio, I really liked his um I really liked this Pinocchio specifically his like cuz kind of comparing it to the original uh animated Disney movie, like he was more realistic. Like he was really kind of creepy when he was first turned alive and mm-hmm. couldn't really walk and he was very confused about a lot of things where I think like in the in the animated movie, they're just like, "Oh, we're we're gonna give him we're gonna give him some smarts to start, so he's not like he's not a complete, you know, puppet and learning things for the first time." But I kind of liked that. I liked that he was learning things as he went on, and then, you know, he chose to continue his job with the carnival to mm-hmm. to help pay <laughs> to help pay his dad back, mm-hmm. and it was just. It was it was a really good progression, and and his voice was really good. He wasn't annoying, like yeah. some other Pinocchios, I could say. Um, <laughs> yeah, but and uh, and his songs were really cute. I like that that all the songs were very different, mm-hmm. um, but still very good. Like they were very good songs. Um, and uh, and then Ewan finally got his song at the very end in the credits. I was like, yes, yeah. finally get to hear Ewan sing. <laughs> And it was such a good performance, too. Like, just his, I mean, his voice is so, it's dreamy. just got, yeah, it's got that dreamy quality to it. But it's also sweet. And, like, you could really hear that he was, like, a writer cricket and that he took himself too seriously. And, you know, the the kind of, like, exciting thing about tying together uh, stop motion is is just the fact that everything is made you know, for the screen. And so it's just got this incredible, incredible mastery that, I mean, so I watched the little uh, Netflix behind the scenes of this movie. And it was oh, yes, so I to watch cute that. to watch. I definitely recommend <gasps> it. Um, okay, I need to watch it. I was going to watch it before the podcast today, but I just didn't have a chance. Um, but yes, I want to watch it. 
Yeah, I mean, Guillermo, for one thing, I mean, every time this man talks, you're like, oh my God, I love you. Like, please, I just want to hug you. He's so, he's such a good director. And he goes into, you know, some of the things that he was doing, because this is his first kind of animated movie, fully animated movie that he's directed. And so Mm -hmm. the way that he was directing the animators was trying to get them to think about the characters as because the characters are the act like the animators are the actors in a lot of ways so they're the ones who are giving life to these characters and he was saying that like when we watch a movie people make a lot of little slip-ups like um you know pinocchio when he or what carlo when he walks in the door he shuts the door but he doesn't shut it fully so he has to go back and shut the rest of it um or, you know, like, there's balloons in the way when Geppetto's walking around and he has to kind of swat it away and it comes back. Or, you know, like, there's, like, things that people have to deal with in if they're acting in the real world that are just kind of, like, tiny mistakes and things that people do. And so he incorporated those things into the movie and it made it a lot more realistic and a lot more, like, actual, like, acting um, by by the characters. And just a lot more detail. That's amazing. I didn't, I didn't know that. Awesome. I know it's it's fun, and you're like trusting it. He also said that they uh, had a lot of Mexican artists do. I think that the main characters of Pinocchio and of the Cricket, um, and they were on set, you know, building it because he wanted to show that Mexico obviously can do um, top of the class animation, you know um yeah and it definitely it definitely reflects that yeah it really does it's very it's very beautiful it's very well done yeah um anything else from that oh there was another part where he was saying that the uh the puppets they had to make different sizes for every situation um because there's a lot of different sized people in this you know, Monstro is really big compared to yeah. Pinocchio and Geppetto. And Cricket is a lot smaller than um, everybody in the movie. So they had to keep the size relative. Therefore, they had to have different puppets for different shots and different scenarios. So he was showing, like Guillermo was showing this, <laughs> literally like the tiniest little um, usable puppet that was like, you know, the size of like a... Um, you know, like a pin, and then, like, of of Pinocchio, and then he, he was standing next to his largest Pinocchio, which was, like, this massive Pinocchio head that was, like, the, it's, like, bigger than, like, a yoga ball. Like, it was humongous, <laughs> and it was a giant really? Pinocchio head. Yeah, you gotta watch this thing. It's so cool. Um, yeah, I, you know. They made one that big? Yeah, I guess oh for some gosh. shots with with the cricket and stuff because he's so much smaller than everybody else. So, um, oh, yeah. yeah, very true. Yeah, very true. Yeah. So, um, I'm just gonna look and uh, see some of this trivia. Oh my god, it says it's the longest stop motion animated film. Ever? What? <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my oh. gosh, this probably took forever. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. Oh, man. No, that makes sense, because I think Coraline was pretty short. I think Coraline is, like, definitely under an hour and 30 minutes, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. I mean, most animated movies are not two hours, (laughs) so. Yeah, Um, for sure. Alexandra Desplat, uh, the composer, had all the instruments for the recording sessions to his score be made of wood. Oh, for any particular reason? I guess just like the woodness of the movie. Just, just to, just to be wood, just to go with a theme. Mm Hmm. Um. Just also kill me. What at the end? That that I mean I get it. I get I get that that Geppetto would die, but Geppetto died and like left Pinocchio and then. And then Sebastian oh. died. Yeah. I was then Spasatura. And then he was alone. I mean, yeah, it was really sad. So, so Pinocchio was just alone in the in, in the world without without anyone? Yeah. What did he, what's he doing? What did he do? Like where'd he go? Um, did he, he just, just stay it's, there? It's sad. It was just like he just like was wandering around, I guess. Goodness gracious. Um so so when when he dies the last time and then gets gets brought back early to to bring him back I guess I didn't quite understand how he was turned he he was he was still a wooden puppet but he was just turned real so that if, if when he did die the la- the next time it would just be permanent like he didn't Yeah. I thought he was going to turn into like a into like a real boy like you know the original um no i think it was like but no he just became mortal yeah and yeah and then yes and then sebastian used his last his 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 wish on him mm-hmm. okay all right it he has... didn't look any different yeah no didn't he didn't different. he didn't look any different no no no, no. um yeah i also really like the comparisons of Pinocchio to uh, Jesus and like showing that Jesus was made of wood on the cross and Pinocchio's resurrections and Pinocchio's like um, trust in people and guidance in the world and kind of like seeing the good in things a lot of the time and trying to um, see, like, he was always, like, trying to see the brightness. Like, even when he was sad that Geppetto didn't like him or didn't want him. Or he thought so anyway. And he was like, you know what, it, it's sad. But sometimes parents say things that they don't really mean or they think they meant it in the time and they mean something else later. And it was, like, so much, just, like, really complex and like beautiful like the whole time and you're like these are so amazing revelations and like what a thing for a kid to watch if this indeed is like a kid's movie you know yeah it's so so sweet oh i also saw in that little documentary that the animators the set designers and the creators designed everything to mimic like the pine, the pine cone as a, as a concept and as a design is kind of like 
mimicked throughout the whole movie and in a lot of the visual aspects to to tie them in together. Oh, like like how? Do they have an example? Um the um tale of death because she was kind of like a the snake winged creature thing uh was also like the same kind of uh scaling of the of the uh the pine cone the pine cone mm-hmm. okay yeah Geppetto did bring up the the scales of the of the pine cone like in the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. interesting very interesting i like that um there's a trivia here it says the reason the cricket is constantly subject to amusing injuries one of which prominently involving a hammer, is likely a nod to his fate in the original book, where Pinocchio got annoyed by him and smashed him with a hammer, and he spent the rest of the novel as a ghost. (laughs) Really? (laughs) A ghost? So silly. Oh, goodness. Wow. Um... Okay, it says, Geppetto dying in the end may seem sad on the surface, but remember what kickstarted the whole thing. Geppetto's biggest trauma was losing his son. Pinocchio was able to give Geppetto a happier outcome. The child got to outlive the parent. Okay. Oh, that's still sad. <laughs> <laughs> still sad, I know. Um, still sad. Yeah. It's very yeah. sweet. I, uh, I like this movie a lot. I liked it too. I liked it a lot. I I was pleasantly surprised that Christoph Waltz was was in this movie. Yeah. Always playing a bad guy. But he was he has a perfect yeah. kind of cartoonish character voice for that. And that character he played was was great. And he was in it a lot and he was really mean. It it was it was great. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, should we do plot keywords? Sure thing. Let's see. We've got... Oh, wait, who is this guy? Black Rabbits. Oh, he was... Oh, he was all of them. Okay. Uh, Tim... Tim Blake Nelson. Mm, yeah. Um, uh, all right. So the plot keywords we have for this one are magic, monkey, stop motion animation, Pinocchio character, Italy. All right. That's the, yeah. <laughs> that's that's it. That's what it is. Um along with being nominated for best animated feature, uh this movie got a 79 meta score. Um got 43 positive reviews, 6 mixed reviews and 0 negative reviews, and it's got 10 100s. Nice. Yeah, the lowest not one a, being not 40. 26. But that's still that's still good, mm-hmm. still real good. Let's see, scrolling down here, we've got. Okay, so the lowest we have here is is a forty, um, from the New York Times. It's evident that the filmmakers wanted to create a different, tougher, and putatively more serious Pinocchio than the Disney version that had been lodged in the popular imagination for decades. Uh, but the movie's decontextualized and disturbingly ill-considered use of fascism is reductive and finally grotesque. Mm. Wow. 
Well, they did not like that aspect of it. Those, those are some words. Um, yeah, one of the 60s also was saying that they think it's kind of like, it's a, the Globe and Mail 60 says the movie bites off way too much. It lumbers inelegantly between confrontations with grief and fascism. The performed seriousness of it all stifles most attempts at having fun, which makes this an even harder prospect for young audiences. And I'm going to... I'm going to side with animated movies are not always for children. They can be adult content as well. Um, So that... And that is just a stereotype that we need to not have anymore. <laughs> there are there are content warnings out there. There are ratings for a, re- for a reason. What was this movie even rated? PG. Interesting. Yeah. I definitely will agree that it... that Definitely not G, but I feel like it was a bit... It was a bit more, bit more adult than than PG. I mean, there was no, there was no swearing or anything, but there were some very, some very dark themes, that I think. But again, I don't know. It's it's up to the parents' decision if they want their kid to watch. But yeah, this um, Rolling Stone says the movie is moving. The source material has been hanging around since 1883 for good reason, but Del Toro's better at the violence and the dark irony, better at revealing the ways in which the story was already sort of twisted. Yeah. I mean, if, yeah, the the original Pinocchio is, the story's pretty fucked up, too. I mean... <laughs> yeah, it is. It's not a... It's It was, it was platformed as a childish movie... Because, you know, it's a fairy tale. But, you know, even even those, like, older fairy tales and folk tales have some very adult themes in them. Like, it's, it's, it's not necessarily always for children. But, again, I don't know. This, this, you, this uh, version did seem a bit more adult. Do you want to pick did out one of the 100s? Let me see. One of the, the, the 10 100s that this movie got, which, again, it's very good. So I love I love everything that it does. It's not... Um, and, like, comparing it to a previous animated movie, stop-motion animated movie we watched, Wendell and Wild, that one was also extremely overstuffed uh, with its themes. And it didn't really deliver as well as I wanted it to. So, I mean, yeah. comparing it to that, this one was a lot more focused. I'm going to read the film threat 100. Um, though it may not be as iconic as the 1940s version, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio is still astounding. Every character is fleshed out and filled with eccentricities lacking in prior versions. Themes of empathy... Fascism, dealing with death, and learning to live again run deep within this masterpiece. And for all the complexities, the film is just plain enjoyable. That's nice. 
That's very nice. It's very nice. Okay, we're going to take a quick break before we talk about the next one. Yup. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Okay, we're back. Um, so today I watched the Disney Plus Pinocchio and... Yeah? Um, think I think that this movie is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. That's what that's what <laughs> I think. <laughs> I was completely prepared to say on the podcast today, like, let's talk about the dumpster fire that was Pinocchio. <laughs> this this um, movie has a complete it has a lot of problems and and the problems really stem from the fact that the tone of it is fucked up and it really makes no sense and it's everything is so hashily thrown together it it, it felt like it was just made in a day <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, it yeah. It it really did. Um it really just looked like they took the the base animated movie uh, uh you know those um <laughs> you know those oh god, what are they called? <laughs> um like online uh they're like I don't know if they're memes, but it's just there's People will take animated versions of like characters like SpongeBob or Patrick, and they will make them like what they look like, or or, like Homer Simpson, and they will and people will try to make what they look like humanized, and they look terrifying, like just like just bad. Um, the the characters didn't look bad, but just the fact that they just took the base movie, made it, made it live action, and then just made certain scenes unnecessarily long. <laughs> there's and then put a seagull in there for some reason. <laughs> there's next to nothing good to say about this movie. I can't even like the 
You know, you you know, you know what I can say? You know what I can say? <laughs> what? The the um disabled ballerina dancer character was a charming addition if if that's they had exactly used her exactly what i was gonna say i was, I was gonna say the same that's it exactly that's it yeah yeah she was she was a very interesting side character to honestly i liked her better than um the talking seagull um and and geppetto uh, took his fish everywhere with him why yes he did like it makes more sense to take the cat but the fish in the bowl in the rain who's gonna feed him who was gonna (laughs) he was gone he was gone for a little so okay but when he went out to go find pinocchio at the school he brought the fucking fish yeah he he did he he did um (laughs) the level of so so we're talking about we're talking about that okay we're talking about the level of absolute campiness that this movie has but it does not have it in the way that you want it to like if they really wanted it to be as tacky as possible they could have really leaned into that and they could have really made it enjoyable ridiculous all those things but instead it was just ridiculous you know what i mean Completely, completely. Um, the the only other the only other thing that I didn't find completely appalling was, <laughs> um, was 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 Joseph Gordon Levitt's rendition of Jiminy Cricket. No, I hated it. I hated it. You hated so it. It was bad. You hated, I hated it? it. I hated the whole narrator thing. The very beginning where he was like. Am I the narrator? And he's like, "No, you're the narrator." I did. I like, did hate the amount of times he said Pinocchio. I hated. Oh, oh, like having, I wanted just I wanted like to the stab something every time he said Pinocchio. The oh my god! <laughs> so there's so many things in this. Okay, one of the things I thought was really funny was when the school teacher kicked Pinocchio out of the school by drop kicking him out. By drop kicking? You thought that was funny? I thought it was hilarious. And then there was another scene. Okay, so you know in um in uh oh god uh Monty Python and the Holy Grail when the guy is running towards the the castle and he's like far away and the music's playing and he's but they keep playing the same clip of him running and so it doesn't seem like he's getting any closer to the castle but the people at the castle are still just watching him come um yeah and then all of a sudden he's there that's how it felt when geppetto was screaming to pinocchio who was water skiing with the seagull over the water and screaming about his entire day and it was like he was yelling for like five minutes and i was like when is he gonna get to geppetto and then obviously when he did monstro came and swallowed them up and the fact the fact that we had to 
stumble along this 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 storyline with Pinocchio, we witnessed everything. We saw everything that he did. Yeah. And the fact that he had to rehash it all to Geppetto while he was yards, yards away from him. Gruesome detail as well. Like, <laughs> in, unnecessary in, detail. In unnecessary, when we, when we already <laughs> torturously watched this, <laughs> all of it. Uh And Pinocchio's voice was the most insufferable sound (laughs) that I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) The fact that, the fact that, like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the child actor a break, but... He was not. A, he was not a good voice actor for like Pinocchio. Just played like th- this. Pinocchio was so dumb that it made me mad. Like, and he uh, yeah. had no emotion when he would react to things. He'd be like, "Geppetto, <laughs> Monstro just ate us," and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, oh, <laughs> we're gonna die, and I'm like, "Okay," <laughs> like. <laughs> But also, like, Tom Hanks, so he's, like, acting with no one. So he's acting by himself. So he repeats things a lot. And it really is really weird because there's, like, a lot of dead silence of him just repeating the same things over and over again and, and like, not reacting to what is around him because he's acting with, like, unclear direction about his, like, various animated pals you know yeah he like this must have been such a hard role for him because he didn't talk to another living thing this entire movie well he He did see the one lady in the courtyard which was played by sheila at him that doesn't count he waved he did did not converse (laughs) he did not act he waved He spoke to a CG seagull. He spoke to a CG cat. He spoke to a CG fish. And he spoke to a CG puppet boy. (laughs) (laughs) And like, Jiminy Cricket shows up in Monstro and then painstakingly jumps onto several things to get to Pinocchio. And like... I just, every moment of this movie was like, why are we seeing this? Like, what is the reasoning behind this other shot of the cat yawning? Like, why do we need so many freaking shots of that? And like, and honestly, the, the, the CG like wasn't, the, the CG was pretty decent in some parts, but the CG wasn't even that great. When he picked up the cat, did you see that part? When the he picked cat? up Pinocchio, <laughs> his <laughs> fingers were like were like not touching him. <laughs> the budget on this was the like the smallest amount. Like Disney, Disney just like gave this budget like nothing. They gave them pennies, and they had to like 
do with what they could, but instead of writing they like said, a, you know, unique <laughs> They said here's here's ten dollars in a twenty-five dollar Quiznos gift card. <laughs> Can you make us a movie? Like <laughs> Tom Hanks said he would do it, so you gotta do it. I mean <laughs> like and then like okay, so like one of the only good parts, I think, sort of basically was Cynthia Revo's <laughs> role as the Blue Fairy, because again, she was also she probably came in for one day, did all of this in one day, right? She's only in one scene, and she floats in there, and it's a really weird CGI of her floating in in the first place. But once you get there, you know, she kind of has like a fun rapport that she's trying to have with the most idiotic thing in the world which is Pinocchio and so like she didn't know it was going to be that bad but you know I think for sure. like what she gave it was it was better than Geppetto <laughs> for sure I mean yes for I mean she's gorgeous her voice is beautiful her her song was great the 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 back and forth she had with Pinocchio was was uh, was I'm, try, I'm trying to was uh what am i trying to say was um what's better what's what's slightly less than enjoyable Sli- slightly less um uh it's pleasant fine. um anyway pleasant D- slightly less than pleasant <laughs> Um, maybe so, just adequate? But okay, okay, adequate. okay, okay, okay. Sure, slightly less than adequate. <laughs> <laughs> Was um tolerable. <laughs> I just keep replaying when he gets Was... drop kicked by the schoolmaster, man. Oh. <laughs> My 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 favorite part, my favorite. I'm I'm very glad. I, I I need to apologize to Raymond for watching this movie with me, but I'm very happy that he watched that he watched this movie with me. I just Was put it laughing? on. I wasn't expecting anyone to watch it with me, but Raymond happened to be in the room, and everyone else was gone, and, and he stayed. He stayed for whatever reason, and he watched it with me. Um, <laughs> so I'm really glad. That we could trauma bond over this movie together, and um, and uh, and yeah, but my favorite part was there was there was a pr- there was a pretty decent one liner um, the with a with a, a Keegan uh, yeah as honest John yeah he his, cat his scene was was kind of it was too long it was too long but it was. But it was kind of fun, I guess. Um, yeah, I, but, I wanted oh, okay. to enjoy <laughs> Luke Evans' character. Oh, and he and he was kind of okay. He was okay. He was okay. Yeah, no, he did a good job. It just like he was good. He was good. Yeah, yeah. Like the kids in in the the car thing was fine. Um, because you know probably because they were the, interacting with real people. You know, like. So it kind That's of, true. it was a little better, but like Pinocchio still was like holding song, on to this. The like, song moral... they sang was a little cringy. 
Yeah. But but yeah. but but Luke Evans but Luke Evans played a played a pretty decent uh like who was he supposed to be? Like Satan or something? Like he's he's Yeah. He's something. Yeah. He's like some Yeah. It took me a little bit to realize it was him. And I was like, what is he doing here? What is going on? Um, I knew I knew he was he because I had looked at the IMDb cast list uh, before watching the movie, so I knew he was in it. I knew he was the coachmaster, so I was so I was waiting to see him. So I, I was expecting him. Um, yeah. What was his the his kid, song? His song was fun. His friend what? in it, who was like the root beer friend. Oh, oh. Yeah. Was he supposed to have like a? What kind of accent was he supposed to have? Was it supposed to be Cockney or was it supposed to be like Long Island? I think he, I think he was like, like from New, New Jersey, York. New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Like New York city. Anyway. Yeah. Really not clear. <laughs> yeah. No. Pinocchio tries to play no. pool. Not, not clear. Like why? What? What is happening? The candy, yeah, like I, flying through the candy was kind of cool. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Um, that was pretty, and Luke Evans popping up out of nowhere, giving kids root beer was was kind of fun. What? Um, Are you serious? <laughs> Just because I love Luke Evans, all right, dude. <laughs> in what the, the fact that he would just pop up like he was like some character in a video game, like just and then like. They'd be moving, and he just like the slats would open up as he was going as well. And I was like, yeah. "What is underneath this boardwalk? Why is it like this?" Yeah, um, the 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 amusement park definitely looked like um, if you play the new, uh, not new, um, but it's like uh, the Mario 3D World when you get to Bowser's like evil carnival level yes that's that's what the amusement park looked like the pleasure island that's that's what it looked like i would have loved to have seen i i really liked guillermo del toro's pinocchio but i would have liked to have seen a stop motion like guillermo's rendition of pleasure of pleasure island yeah or what whatever it was called like yeah, that would have like, been i think he could have made I think he could have made a very good and creepy one. Like, I think that would have been really cool. I kind of wish like, it was a little less He already kind of had the carnival, so it's like, wh- what else are you going to do? That's true. The traveling the traveling puppet show kind of turned into a carnival. That's right. You're right. It did. I still wanted to see it, though. Um... Yeah. Monstro was um, interesting. He had like the face of a crocodile and um, some really weird like wing looking fins and then some tentacles. Like there were some tentacles in there. That yeah, was, tentacles. Yeah, that was that was interesting. That was that was interesting. Um, Jiminy Cricket was like trying to teach. Pinocchio stuff throughout the entire movie using very big words and I was like Pinocchio's got the brain of like a three-year-old you can't teach him this really difficult word 
He's not going to understand it. He has no context clues. <clears throat> and was it just me or were Honest John's hands like wrong? Were they wrong? <laughs> they were wrong. <laughs> the, also, were the they? cat that was like with Honest John who didn't have like a, anything to say like looked yeah. really, really weird. Like it had like mange. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think I think that's how the cat the the cat uh sidekick is in in the original animated film. I I think he's like silent. And he also, just Pinocchio's kind of nose only grew once when he had to like get himself out of that cage. Like him telling lies had nothing to do with this movie. That's true. His nose really didn't grow that much and then it didn't it it didn't grow all that much in in Guillermo's either like just at the carnival when he first lied well, at, um, also at the church i think it lied no, he said church. he was a real boy and then um, that's right the church the carnival and then uh in monstro but at least it taught him a lesson like not to lie like in this one that's true it was nothing <clears throat> about that <laughs> And the the whole thing was like, oh, Pinocchio's got to be like brave and unselfish and nice, and then all he does, like, he thinks that it's just gonna make it so that Geppetto doesn't die in the end when he's not doing anything to help Geppetto, who's just laying there with his eyes closed. And then he spits out some water. This movie the- was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I can't the, even the analyze Plus this one? anymore. What? <clears throat> in the in the Disney Plus one? How did... Yeah. What what happened at the end? He, like, is on the... He, like, gets washed up on shore because Pinocchio, <laughs> like... The boat, the, the boat like, breaks boat, in half. Right. And the boat so breaks then Pinocchio in half. uses his feet to, like, paddle really fast away from Monstro. And then, like slams into the side of a cliff and somehow survives. Everybody's fine. But, like, he was going so fast there at the end. <laughs> yeah, he he really was. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> the skiing just got me, man. Like... The, the the skiing and the yelling, like everything that he had done up to that point, it that was the final straw for me. I th- I think I checked out after that because I really don't remember the end of the movie. I was so I was I was pretty disappointed. <laughs> okay, um, okay, so like I was like the hot throughout this whole movie i was like who directed this like why is this the way that it is this this direction i mean obviously they got a lot of pushback from disney for whatever reason they have to do this and that but when it came to the end when it said directed by robert zemeckis who is like a good director on the whole, except for, you know, some ridiculous things in there, like Welcome to Marwin. 
but he's like a pretty decent director. And, yeah. you know, like, he directed, like, Back to the Future, you know? It's like, in Forrest Gump, you know? So, these are not, like, bad movies. You know, they're they're good. They're fine, right? The, this movie was yeah. so incredibly off base. Like, I just, like, what? The shock on my face when it said it was directed by Robert Zemeckis. I, I can't even... I, you know maybe maybe he's lost it well maybe maybe he's lost it i'm looking looking at stuff he's directed and and he's got some decent stuff in here like who framed roger rabbit like that's a great movie yeah yeah it's true this movie is is truly nuts. Like, and I I really 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 wish that it just it just really went for it. Like, I mean, I'm saying all these things that these crazy things that happened in this movie, but like, it was not enough. Like, it needed to be goofy in in like a different needed, kind of it way. It needed to at least be charming, and it wasn't yeah. even that. If they were gonna like they they played it too safe and just made a bad movie like they really they 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 needed to they needed to to go for it more and just and, and risk yeah and and just take a bigger risk they they took no risks and it was just bad it was bad i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna keep going back to chippendale rescue rangers which i i, I can't believe that that's a movie that i'm like this is the golden standard for making fun of a, a meta movie or something, right? Like, not saying it needed to be like that. And it but was that movie is written be, well. It was trying to be meta. Like, do you like you remember? You remember? I the, know the Chris Pine line. The Chris fucking yeah, what Pine the line. Fuck, Chris Pine. If you're gonna say things like that, you gotta back it up. You gotta have the energy. There was the, no energy in this movie. Even. Even those, even those little, those little one, like, meta one-liners were so sparse. Yeah. It was just like, were you bored and just didn't know what to, and then just put something in there? And they're like, oh, whatever, let's just fill this with a fucking Chris Pine joke or whatever. Like, there was, That's like, what it, it happened, like. it happened a few more times. Like, I can't quite, like, place the other ones that happened, but it definitely happened a couple times. Like I think oh, yeah. even even Jiminy Cricket said something, and it was just, it was so off putting. It wasn't even, it wasn't even good. It was just, it was just off. I'm looking <laughs> through this trivia, and I can't find anything that's interesting in here. There's nothing. That's not surprising. Um, so we can just. Uh, you know, you know what you know what was actually a charming part of this whole movie? What? <laughs> Geppetto's clocks that were all based off Disney movies. Yeah, that is cute. It was cute. That was that was probably that was probably the most charming part of the whole film. And again, the disabled ballerina. I liked her character. Yeah, I yeah. wanted, I wanted, I wanted something a, b- a bit better with that one. But, um, but the, we got what we got. We got what we got. 
Um, (laughs) We got, we got, we got. Oh, all right. right. Should I read, should I, should I read these plot keywords? Yeah. I'm I'm so excited to read these metascores also. (laughs) I know. I've been waiting. Oh, this is going to be the best part of the whole episode. Okay, here we go. Okay. So the plot keywords we have. Our Pinocchio character, lie, cat, remake, live action remake. There you go. There you go. Okay, there you go. This movie. Run, <laughs> Run away. Run to the Metascore. <laughs> okay. This movie got a 38 Metascore. Seven oh. positive <laughs> reviews, 19 mixed reviews, and 11 negative reviews. The highest <laughs> ones are 375s, and the lowest one is a 10. Oh my god. I think we should just read all of these low reviews cuz I just I think it would be all so All 11 fun. of them? Let's do it. Are you sure? There's not they're really not very long. Let's just go every other one you and me. Let's go. You start. Okay, go go from go go from highest lowest to lowest. So 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 okay. start start with the Roger Ebert one. Want, want me to? Uh, yeah. Okay. So RogerEbert.com gave it a 38. The result is a muddled mixture offering some moments of exuberance and humor without ever being singular or exceptional. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the, the 35 from CNN says, even taking it as a given that Disney's animated classics will all receive the live action makeovers eventually... Pinocchio feels like an unnecessary exercise, a movie so flat that it never sparks to life and barely feels as if it's making the leap into a different medium. Great. Really good. Uh, Collider <laughs> Next gave one it is 30... amazing. <laughs> give it a 33. <laughs> if the 1940 Pinocchio showed that any wish your heart desires could come true, this remake shows what happens when your nightmares come to life. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is amazing. The Peter Travers 30 says, Hi, diddle dee dee, it didn't work for me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's amazing. Okay, here we go. Uh, Screen Crush gave it a 30. Despite all the fairies and waving of wands, there's just not much magic here. Very true. Very true. Uh, 30 Film says, one of the best things I can say about this movie is that it likely won't be one that your child would want to watch it over and over, which means you won't have to either. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Can you imagine if this was a child's favorite movie and you had to, you had to, like, I would break the TV. Um... All right, the rap gave it a 30 as well. Zemeckis and co-writer Chris Weitz do make some attempt to dust off the concept, do they? But the modernized moments further undermine their efforts. When they add empathy, the story loses its soul. When they, And when they jam in easy updates, it just highlights how out of touch the rest of the script feels. <laughs> Very true. That's so true, man. That's a... It's great. I don't even think they attempted to dust off the concept. Again, they... There was no, there were no risks taken. 
Yeah. Um, the 25 San Francisco Chronicle says, like Disney's tepid 2019 live action remake of The Lion King, it's virtually a beat by beat remake of the original, but without the original's energy and movement. That's what I said. I was like, it does not have enough energy. There is something about it that needs to be fast. If this movie was like heart stoppingly fast, it would have had that energy, that ridiculousness that really would have brought to life this story. And it just, it was like dead on arrival. Completely. Completely. Um, the Telegraph gave it a 20. Robert Zemeckis, who should be well above this, imprints a bit of personality on this nightmare exactly twice. Uh, the 15 Atlantic says Zemeckis certainly remains good at running a production that uses expensive looking CGI. The actual narrative behind those visuals, however, seems to have vanished. Ah. And the lowest one, Emily, the 10. The lowest one by Polygon. By studiously spelling out each emotion, Zemeckis and Whites remove any potential for enigmatic complexity. And while the computer technology bringing Pinocchio to life is nowhere near as creepy as anything in Zemeckis Polar Express, that's mitigated by how obviously fake he is anytime there's a shot with a human actor touching or holding the little wooden boy. That's exactly what you wow. said. Okay, um, wow. Okay. Wow. I'm just going to read like one of these 75s to cover something. Someone thought that they were fun. Um, they're wrong, but go ahead. They're super wrong. The 75 from Paste, even though it may lack some nuanced darkness and some of the writing feels a little on the nose, as Jiminy himself says, with this family-friendly picture... Zemeckis blends the state-of-the-art technology with more up-to-date morals to prove Pinocchio a real and alive text. Why? How? Did you watch the no. same movie? The Chicago Sun-Times says every frame of Pinocchio is filled with rich and lush detail. Excuse me? Richard, you're fired. People are like, it's beautifully rendered. What? Are you kidding? No. No, it's not. No, it's not. I, I can't. I can't. What the, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I just... Uh, uh. Um, yeah. I'm so okay. sorry that I, I put you through this. It was totally my idea to watch these. And I... Uh, I'm really sorry. I I sincerely apologize. Asandra, there is there is absolutely no reason for you to apologize. We, um, we we decided on this together. It's 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 both our faults. So, <laughs> um, I could have I could have easily stopped this from the beginning, but you know I honestly didn't think that the Disney Plus Pinocchio would would be that bad. <laughs> And part of it, it, part of it was was fun to watch because it was so bad. So I mean, oh, that's I disagree. That. I disagree. There's that. <laughs> I I had I had an okay time with how bad it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. It it's it's all right. It's it's okay. Um, it's all right. 
<sighs> it was it was it was a good it was a good movie to to completely off balance talking about Guillermo's Guillermo del Toro's yeah Pinocchio. yeah but uh but yeah that that is both 2022 Pinocchio's one is nominated one is most assuredly not and um and uh, if you enjoyed this episode please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and IMDb. Um, you can also listen to our podcast on Amazon Music, Spotify, and Acast. If you'd like to email us, you can email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, please follow our social media. We have Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Just search All By The Popcorn or All By The Popcorn Podcast. And uh, we have merch, so please check that out. But thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye! Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.